Hey friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Marianne Anderson. You might know me from This Loud House on Instagram, and I have a secret to share with you. I'm not really an expert, but I have a ton of friends who are. And each week you can join us for inspiring, fun, and practical tips on how to decorate your home, organize your space, take care of your body, chase those dreams, rock that outfit you just got at Target. And girl, we're going to help you with what the heck to make for dinner too. This is the Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Welcome. Well, today, you guys, I have the absolute honor of sitting down with my dear friend, Trisha Rager. She is the creator of Clean House with Kids on Instagram. She's also an author, wife, mom of six, entrepreneur. She has risen to the top of her company. And you guys, she's the real deal when it comes to minimalism. I thought I was inspired by Marie Kondo. This girl actually lives it every single day. And she's going to give you so much inspiration, how you can live your best life with less stuff, less noise, and enjoy every moment of it. I know you're going to love it. So if you love this episode, friend, I want you to do three things, okay? First, subscribe, and then that way you never miss an episode, and I'd love to hear your comments, so make sure you leave one of those too. And you can take a screenshot, and you can post it on Facebook and Instagram and share with your friends. Make sure that you tag me at This Loud House, and you can use the hashtag LifeSunnySideUpPodcast. You guys are in for an absolute treat today. I am sitting down with my dear friend, Trisha from Clean House with Kids. Doesn't that sound amazing? Clean House with Kids, right? And I met Trisha two years ago on Instagram. We're going to get more into our story and how we have connected. But Trisha, I would love for all of our listeners for you to share who you are and a little bit about how Clean House with Kids on Instagram and the book and all of the things you've done with that came to be. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, you guys, hello. I'm so happy to be here. My name's Trisha. I always tell people how old I am. I don't know why I do that, but I'm 32 years old. I've got six kids. The oldest one is nine. And then all the way down to Jack is seven and a half months or something. Okay. So what was your first question? How did Clean House sort of come to be? Yeah. I mean, give us the backstory so we can connect and hear all about it. (laughs) Okay. Before Clean House with Kids, there was a different blog. I started blogging. It was called Little House in the Hills. And basically, you guys, I was a lonely mom out in the country. I knew no one. I had no friends. And I had two little kids. And that's how I got started. And I think that's where I kind of found my voice a little bit. I didn't even really know what to talk about. Like, I would start a kid's fashion blog. And then I would talk about one thing. And then I would talk about another thing. But I think that's where I found my voice. And then we moved more into our town where we are now. and. I changed the name because I wasn't Little House in the Hills anymore. And that's sort of when Clean House with Kids got started. And I don't even remember why I came up with that name. I just, I had kids and I liked having a clean home. 
I thought it was genius. I don't even know how I found it, but I was like, uh, follow. Yes. <laughs> this was back when it was just Marian Anderson private account. And then when this so all funny. started, I was like, uh, yeah, I need to follow this girl again. Oh, man. oh my gosh. All right. So you were a young mom and how long had you and Matt been married when you guys started this? Oh goodness. Well, this year we will have been married 10 years. So probably four years, three or four years. And you had two babies and you were yeah. young. Yes. I was in my early twenties. Yeah. So how did it became a blog and then how did you decide to get on Instagram? And then it became not just like having a clean home, but it also became decor and you were refinishing furniture, right? Isn't that what you were doing? Mm -hmm. That's actually why I got on Instagram is that we had very little money. I feel like a huge part of our story, like the whole way has been, we're Trisha and Matt, we don't have much money. That's hilarious. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's why I sort of started the whole Instagram thing is because I was taking all these before and after pictures of furniture. So it was sort of, we had like business after business after business that we tried within like a two year period. And like, we would try a business, we would lose money, we would fail, right? And then we would try again, we would lose money, we would try again. And one of the businesses where we actually ended up making a little bit of money by a little bit of money, I mean, like we walked away with like $800. Okay. So just to give you some perspective is that I had the idea that I could take the kids, drive them to Goodwill three times a week, load them all up. They were all in car seats. So you can even imagine, oh right? I would take all them through the aisles of Goodwill. I'm like, don't touch all the stuff. Don't touch all the stuff. It's dirty. Right. And I would pack the back of our Tahoe with furniture bring it back. And then I had this whole routine. Like I had painting pajamas. I would go down to my garage. It was November. So it was freezing cold. So I had like mm. a painting sweatshirt, and painting pajamas, and I would start by sanding and then I would prime and I would do all this stuff. Right. And then I would do a coat and then I would sand it down and I'd do another coat. And then I would list it for sale on our local Facebook group. And that's how we made $800. But it's also how I got the idea for my Instagram is because I was taking all these before and after pictures. And I was like, this is so much fun. I want to share it with people. And I started sharing it on Instagram. And I know Instagram has become for both of us, a huge part of our life. Of course, it's how we met. And right. I have this love hate relationship with social media because while it drives me bonkers sometimes, and I want to just shut it all off, <laughs> it has really become so much, you know, and friendships and all the things. So if you guys know anything about the Enneagram, Trisha is a three surprise, surprise, and is very goal oriented. And Trisha, one thing I love about you, if you decide you're going to do something, it happens. But how did, I know you grew up in a big family and your mom homeschooled. I mean, do you feel like this was also something that was instilled in you early on? Like working hard? Yeah. I mean, this work I, ethic yeah. that you have. Yes. My mom on the Enneagram is a one and she is very, like, she ran her home when we were little, basically like military. <gasps> oh I mean, there were like sheets with tour charts and our entire day was scheduled down to the minute with all um. of our names. 6 to 605, 605 to 615. But honestly, it really has helped. Yeah. And probably you appreciate it more now, right? Oh, the older yeah, you sure. get than right. when you were 13 and right. not excited about the 605 a.m. time. Right, right. Now, how did you and Matt meet? Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. So I was homeschooled, like Marianne just said, and I had this crazy dream. Number one, I did not go to college. I'm like Rachel Hollis. I didn't go to college. 
I finished high school early because I was super driven. I was tired of school and I was like, okay, I'm just going to get it done. My goal was to finish high school at 15. I was so bummed, so bad at myself that I couldn't do it, but I finished like two months into my 16th year. Wow. And my goal was to become a writer. That was like my number one goal. So I did. I started writing like three hours a day, but my goal was to get married at 17 and have 17 children. And I told people that. That's the embarrassing part of it. Like I would tell guys that I would just tell them like, whoa, (laughs) oh man. Yeah. Did any of them look at you like, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it didn't happen. And I guess it didn't scare Matt, you know, he's (laughs) like, all right. (gasps) I met Matt at church. And the funny thing is it wasn't just like I met Matt at church. It was that my dad had started a church plant, which means there were like literally 15 people in our church. And my husband found it very randomly on the internet. He came in, we looked at each other and he stared at me like a ton the first day we met. And I said to my pastor, they were driving away. He came with his friend and I was like, that guy's like a creep. Like he stared at me like the whole time, but he came back every week and he told his family, this is the girl I'm going to marry. And less than a year later, we were married. Wow. So was he, is he older than you? Just by two years. Just by two years. So I was 21. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, how, and again, social media, like, look at that responsible for your marriage because you found the church. I mean, that is just really cool. So did you guys always want, I know you grew up a little bit differently. I don't, was he homeschooled? I don't think he was homeschooled, right? Nope. 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 So different upbringings but you guys decided to have a lot of kids and, you know, homeschool and, and I think do things differently. We're going to get a little bit into the way you guys, you know, live. And I think it's really cool. If you guys go on Instagram, you're going to just spend hours scrolling and seeing, and you're like, wait, how many kids live in this house? I can't (laughs) believe it. It's so perfect. So how did you guys decide, okay, this is what we want to do. We are going to homeschool. We're going to take that path. And we do want to start a family right away and start having a lot of kids. The having the kids right away and having as many as we do definitely was something that was sort of born in me from Mm -hmm. the way that I was raised. I am one of six as well. So that's that. As for homeschooling, I feel like even though we didn't even know back then, a huge part of our life now is all about chasing freedom. And I think that homeschooling the whole way, the whole way, but definitely now it fits into our flexible life. Like even the way we school our kids is not like rigid. It doesn't start at a certain time. I tell people we do flexible year round school because it's not like we take off the summer or don't take off the summer. It's all about freedom for our family. And so homeschooling obviously has fit really well into that. And I love Trisha. I feel like, and I've talked to a couple people on the podcast and everybody's so different. And I feel like some homeschool moms, my sister is one of them. She just is fully immersed in it. And, you know, really her job as an educator takes that very seriously. And I feel like you blend it so well and you make it look easy. And I know you've taken pressure off yourself and you guys do some video school. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, like I love the freedom. Right. And I love being with my kids, but I don't love the education part at all. Like it doesn't inspire me. It doesn't fill me with life, whatever. So yeah, we introduced video school, which I had done some in high school. And so we're just using that same idea. And Matt is home too. 
So yeah. he helps out. For me, that gives me so much hope because yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, we homeschool because we have to with wit yeah. right now. And I, f- I always feel the struggle of, oh, but it's not what I'm passionate about, but I obviously want to give him my best. And so I love that you, I love that you do that. Well, I want to talk about the elephant in the room that Trisha is, I feel like a real minimalist, like before Marie Kondo was cool. And before (laughs) the magic of tidying up changed our lives, there was Trisha and her closets and, you know, your kids seem totally happy. And I know they don't have rooms full of toys. You've got four girls in one room and two Mm -hmm. boys in another. (laughs) And how many, how, what is the square footage on your home, Trisha? Like 1500 maybe. Yeah. And I mean, you guys, seriously, you have to go to her Instagram because this is the funny thing. She doesn't have to clean up to really take those photos. <laughs> me, I have to shove all the crap behind me. But how did, is this another something that your mom taught you? I mean, how did that happen? Because I feel like it is an on-purpose decision. You have to decide yeah. this is what I want to do. It's very, very intentional. It's very intentional, but it was a very slow process. Oh, tell that Christmas story. I love that about the kids yeah, writing. Yeah, that's and- a huge part of it. So you were asking about, are our kids happy? And before I jumped on this podcast, I had a pen and a piece of paper. And I said, Caroline, tell me about the toys that you have, okay? And she's like, uh, I have a doll and I have a stuffed animal. And mom, we have lots of stuff. And I was writing it down and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like that is the way they view it because Caroline doesn't even know anything different. She right. doesn't even know anything different. And, and I she's have, like five, right? Is she five? Yeah. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the Christmas story is that like, it was kind of in the process. I feel like the whole minimalism thing started with the totes of clothes because I just got tired of, yeah, we don't live in a big house. And I was so determined to save money by saving all my kids clothes. And the totes just started getting bigger and like the space and I got tired of it. And so that was one thing I was like, okay, I've got to figure out something different. But then our downstairs was full of toys. It's like our upstairs was being taken over by the totes of kids clothes. The bottom half of our house was being taken over by toys and our kids were so unhappy. Hmm. They were so unhappy. And the other thing was I was unhappy because I would say to the kids, start cleaning up or clean up. And then like 30 minutes later, I would come downstairs and they were fighting and nothing had been cleaned up. And then I would get mad. Then I was the mean mom. Yeah. So it was one. Well, yeah, it was a Christmas. It was like one of the worst Christmases ever. How we'd had this idea, like almost like to make our kids happy, we were going to do this whole like Christmas program thing where each of the kids would go buy their siblings gifts. And there was one purple phone that looked like an iPhone. And of all the gifts, the kids like focused on that one. And they just were fighting like all day on Christmas. And by 11 a.m., Matt was like, I'm done. I'm done. And I was like, we can make it work. We can make it work. We can figure it out. We can buy more totes. Yeah. We can buy more boxes. Yeah. And it was a Sunday morning, like that we were getting ready for church. And the downstairs was so bad because we go to our car through the garage and through the downstairs. And I got so upset. I was like, I can't even walk down my stairs. I can't even walk to our vehicle without like tripping over all your stuff that we told you guys to clean up. So I got a big black trash bag and I was like, guys, just start filling it. And the crazy thing is, is that it made our kids happy. They were like, well, we don't even like this stuff anyway. We don't even like this stuff anyway. And that was like four or five years ago. And we haven't looked back. 
And so how many, yeah, so the kids that have been born since, they don't know any different. So was Not it just, did you just have two at the time? I think Matthias was a baby. So okay. we've had three kids since then. Hey guys, so if you never want to miss a podcast or any of the scoop that's going on around here, go to www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe to our newsletter. You get all the fun freebies that I send out and you can join our amazing community. Again, it's www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe. I aspire to have my closets look like your kids' closets, but I think that you're right. Like there's room to breathe and they can really like enjoy what they actually have. So how do you handle Chris? I know it's easier now, obviously for you and Matt, you've already made the decision, but what do you do with like grandparents and, you know, all of loving relatives that want to shower kids with gifts? What do you do? What do you say? I'm scared to ask. That's like one of the hardest questions people ever ask me. And I've gotten that question so much. I know. Whenever I talk about this, people are like, so what about all your aunts and your grandmas and everything? I feel like you have to have a really awkward conversation. I actually used the sentence to one of the sets of parents. I said, I want our kids to like, because we were pretty poor back then. Mm -hmm. But I said, like, I want them to be okay with that feeling almost of not having a lot, like be happy and content, not having a lot. And some people get it, like understand us and some people don't, and it's still an issue. But I would say the best thing that you can do is know that once this stuff is in your home, you have to, like the peace and happiness of your home has to be at the forefront, right? And women write to me all the time and they're so incredibly unhappy after Christmas. And I'm like, well, then what's the point? What's the point? Right? Right. Like, right. do you want your entire life to be based off? I hate everything that's in my home. So we give away stuff. We donate stuff. We've thrown away stuff. And I feel no guilt about it. I feel no guilt about it. And how cool is it that you're teaching your children from an early age, like this is enough and this is not where yeah. your happiness comes from. You right. know, I think that that's really powerful. And I think the other interesting thing listeners might not know, but Trisha and Matt actually, Trisha is now at the top of her company that she runs from home. And so they're not poor anymore, but you have chosen to stay in the same home. Yeah. Yeah. The same mindset. And I see so many people that when they get out of the financial struggle, that they just fill their home with all of this stuff and, you know, they just start spending money, but you guys have chosen to spend money on other things. And so was there like a conscious decision? Okay. We're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore, but we want to keep going on this path. Well, to be totally honest, when our paychecks started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, we went through like a three to six month of like culture shock because we had never, ever seen money like that before in our lives. And so I think the biggest thing we did was we went out to eat like so much. And I was even trying to lose weight at the time and I wasn't losing the weight. I'm like, why am I not losing the weight? But it was because we suddenly had this money and we weren't honestly quite sure what to do with it. Mm. And I was like, where do I buy clothes now? What do we do? And I think the whole chasing happiness thing is all about it. It's all about it. Like even we went on vacation and we went to Maine, we did this spontaneous vacation trip. Okay. And we went to Connecticut, New York and Maine and all this stuff. And we came back and I think this big light bulb moment, which is probably like a duh for everyone else. But for me, I still wasn't 
grasping it was that the happiness comes from inside. Okay. So I can look at everybody else who's going on their dream vacation. So we went on our own dream vacation and I'm telling you, Matt and I fought and the kids were unhappy and we couldn't find a hotel room one night until like 11 o'clock at night. So all the kids were miserable. And I just think that if you find happiness and contentment, no matter how much money you have, right, then everything will just fit into that as opposed to you saying, chocolate will make me happy. Expensive coffee will make me happy. A vacation will make me happy because it never will, never will. Oh, that is just so powerful. It's so powerful. I mean, we can, we can search for it in so many different ways. And, you know, I know Trisha that your life, how you have struggled. And I think that one of the reasons I was so drawn to you is because I felt like you were very open. I think you had just had two miscarriages back to back, which I also had two miscarriages back to back. And I felt like, oh my gosh, I can relate to her. And I'm sure that was hard to share that struggle, but what would you say to the mom that is going through it, that maybe financially is going through it or trying to have children or the kids are fighting? What would your advice be when you're in the trenches as a mom? It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Like, I feel like the first thing I say to women now is just like, I get you. And it really, really stinks because I feel like before we went through a lot of that stuff, I was like the you can do it and motivation and you can get yourself out of bed every morning and everything's going to be awesome. And then you go through something really, really hard and you're like, I don't know how to get off the couch, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm crying so hard. I, I don't know how to produce all this inner energy inside me to do the things, right? So I think the first thing I would say is just like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. But time, like with the miscarriages, 100% the best thing has just been time. Yeah. Time makes it better. And if you're in a really tough financial spot, I would say try to find something different. Try to find something different. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be this magic formula. Oh, just try to find something different. And then all your problems are going to go away. You're going to have new problems. And it's not going to be easy to just snap your fingers and have more money in your bank account. It's going to be a road. But you've got to enjoy the road and not just be so fixed on the destination, because even if you get to the destination, then you're still not going to be happy. So you've got to find the joy in the journey and just know that it's going to get better. That's so true. And we talk about this all the time, just being okay with the process of life, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. otherwise you're always chasing something and you're missing it. Like it's going so fast, you know? And I feel like it can be so easy. Don't you think on Instagram, we see all these beautiful feeds and we're like, gosh, one day when I have white cabinets, I'm going to be happy, <laughs> right? One yeah. day when my floor looks like so-and-so, I'm going to yes. be happy. And yes. you know, how did you, and I think this is interesting too. We're kind of jumping around, but that's okay. So you had an Instagram account when you guys were struggling financially, yes. but somehow it was gorgeous. I mean, you did a great job. And so for somebody that wants to have a home that they feel good and they don't have a lot of money, what did you do back then? Take yourself back there. Like what were some steps that you did to make your home feel and look like you wanted it to? Well, I found a video of a home tour that I did like 2015, 2016. And I watched it. I told Matt everything in our house was spray painted from Goodwill, like everything. Like I just bought like cheap white spray paint and I spray painted everything. I found candlesticks. I spray painted them. You know what I mean? That's great. And And everything looks better white. 
right? It all looks better. Yeah. And the other thing I did back then is I made it a challenge with myself. Like our bedroom used to be dark brown and dark blue. And I was like, I don't like it. I want something different, but we don't have much money. And so what I did was I'm going to challenge myself to completely change the look of my bedroom for under $200. And this is actually how my Instagram started like exploding back in the day is that story got picked up by a really big Instagram account and by money saving mom. Like for those of you who know money saving mom, she shared how this girl who has no money transformed her bedroom for under $200. And it was just such a great challenge and something big came of it. So, so what did you do specifically to transform I bought your a new bedspread? Well, first we painted, we painted everything. We painted everything white. Yeah. I painted my dressers white. We painted the walls white. And then I bought like cheap stuff from Goodwill pretty much. Yeah. And now, gosh, I mean, Walmart and the Target dollar spot, it's come yes. such a long way. Like yes. you don't have to shop at Pottery Barn for... No. Right. Right. You really, really don't. What is it like having, so you have six kids in how many years? What is the time frame? How old's your oldest? Eight years. Eight six years. Kids yeah. Rachel and, just turned nine. Oh my goodness. Do you feel like you're losing it some, t- some days? <laughs> is, it, is it loud? It's so crazy. It's so crazy. So something that I just decided to do, like I, I put this in my schedule essentially, is that I have to leave my house. And Matt can sense it about me. He'll be like, Trisha, do you need to go to Starbucks? Yeah. Like, what do you need right now? Here are the keys. He will literally pull them out of his pocket and he will hand them to me and he'll say, here are the keys, leave. Like, go do something. Recharge <laughs> yourself. And you know, the yes. other thing I love about you, Trisha, is you get up and you get ready every day. Like even I remember I have known you since you've had two of the babies and you would like have a newborn night and you would still wake up and you would still have your makeup on. And I just admire that. Have you always done that? Yeah. Did your mom do that? Yeah. Yeah. And my mm-hmm. grandma too. I don't know. Wow. I think it was like something from the fifties. Yeah. That's kind of the way I picture it. Cause my grandmother used to say before your husband comes home every single night, put on some lipstick. How I don't funny. think she told my mom. It was so funny. And so ever, have you ever had a day where you woke up and you didn't put your makeup on since you've been married? I think like twice since I was 14 years old and that- I'm 32. That is so like, I just love that. It's inspiring to me. And Trisha and I will laugh because sometimes we'll message each other and Trisha will say, oh, you have your makeup on before me. I'm like, I know it's a, <laughs> it's a miracle Yeah, because I have had way more than two days. I think that's yeah. great. All right. Well, I would love to just talk about vulnerability and you know, I feel like it's what everybody craves. It's the hardest yep. thing to show about ourselves. And I know that you are so good about showing, even though you have your makeup on and your hair is done, you are super real. Is that a struggle for you? Does that come easy to share that on your Insta stories every day? The vulnerable side. I've done videos a lot, like for many years and I don't get scared anymore unless I'm doing something vulnerable. And then, yeah, I'm scared. Like my, I still do it. I still do it because I know it's the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. but my heart beats really fast. And like, same with the miscarriages and everything. Women will say to me, like, Trisha, like, I don't, I don't want to tell people. And I'm like, but here's the thing. If you don't tell people, then you're going to be alone. And I think that vulnerability shows other women, you are not alone. And that is like the greatest gift that we can give to another woman, because especially with social media and the images that people put up every day, like it looks so perfect. 
And like, even myself, oh my goodness, this is, this is such a crazy example, but like, I feel like I've been envious of everything about everybody, right? We're, we're seeing all these perfect images and we're so envious of all these people, but it was the first time a couple mornings ago, saw someone talking about of all things, their sex life and how amazing it was. Like, I'm serious. Okay. And I was like, this is the first time I've been envious of someone else's sex life. That is crazy. And I think that that's what social media is doing. It's like, I have amazing everything. Right. And I'm like, well, I don't pick me. I don't. Right. We still fight and my kids are terrible sometimes. And I still cry and I've cried. I've cried in videos and that's really hard for me to do too, because I like to look good and all of that, but that's what touches people is because then they're like, like, you're like, here's the rope and you're sinking. And I was sinking too. And now let me help you pull in. Right. That's kind of the way I feel. And I think we need so much more of that because I agree. I mean, there are definitely times, hard times in my life where I would be on social media on a Saturday morning and be homebound because I was nursing a baby and, you know, things were going on and my life was not fun. And here I am looking at people like going to the beach and jet skiing and taking their six month old baby who must be perfect out, you know, which mine never were. I could never take them out to a restaurant and just feeling like, oh gosh, I'm not living my best life. And, you know, while social media is amazing and that's how we've connected and there've been so many good things. Don't you feel like we have to be so intentional with how we use it and what we can yes. from it? Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And also why you gotta, you gotta walk away sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you taught me this, turn the phone off and I know you do. Oh, do you still turn it off once a day where you just shut yeah. it off? Try. And walk to the other room. Yeah. What do you feel about, I know your girls are a little bit younger than mine, but they're going to be asking about Instagram. Have you and Matt talked about it? I know right now I tell Mia, I'm like, nope, sorry. Nope, nope, nope. Not happening. Even though she's in seventh grade, not happening. I don't know when we're going to do it, but I just, I'm not there. Have you guys talked about social media? I feel like if it's hard for me, if it's hard for me, yeah. Like they're going to need to be so emotionally okay with so many different things. And until I feel like we're seeing that. And then the other thing about homeschooling is they don't like, they don't even see their friends on social media yet. But yeah, like if it's hard for me, why would I give that to my nine-year-old? Yeah. They can't handle it. No way. Not at all. Not if Not I can't all. handle it. Yeah. I know. They just can't do it. Well, I just appreciate you so much, Trisha, your friendship and everything that you have given to me. And if you guys don't already follow Trisha, you can find her at Clean House with Kids. And I wonder, Trisha, I know that you wrote a book. Would there be another book in the future? I know you guys have talked about YouTube. What's next for Clean House with Kids? Tell us. Oh my goodness. I would love to write a new book. I would love to write a new book. I feel like the book that I wrote before was sort of like the green Trisha, like the Trisha that was green, like that hadn't gone through a lot of hard life stuff. And I read it now and I kind of cringe because I'm like, life isn't like that. You can't package things up. It's gray. There are gray areas. You know what I mean? So that's why I would want to write a new book. But yeah, Matt and I are talking about doing a YouTube channel. I would love our first one to be about how to decorate minimally for fall. So we'll see. Yes. Yes. And in fact, let's talk about that really quick and we'll end with best places to go for fall 
inexpensive, minimal decor. Cause I know you already are all over it. I saw your Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> Oh man, I'm so far behind. I still have 4th of July out, but where, where should we go? Who has the best stuff? I think that it's a mixture between if you really want something super, super specific, like the Kirkland's had the reeds that were perfect, but they were $30 each. So I've got that on the one hand, like it was exactly what I wanted. So I went out and I spent the money, but then there are super, super cheap pumpkins and signs, like even at the dollar store, Matt was there this morning or the target dollar section. So for under like $3, you can get all the other stuff. Yeah. And even, I think even Walmart sometimes has some, oh, yeah. has some cute things. Well, my friend, I still appreciate you being on. I know you guys are going to be so blessed. And oh, Trisha's also on Facebook. You guys can go to Clean House with Kids and like her page, but she's on Instagram every day, showing up, being authentic and real and inspiring you guys. So make sure you check out her stories. And Trisha, I so appreciate you being here today. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Hey y'all. So if you would like to join our community on Facebook, we have a special group just for you. You can continue the conversation off the podcast online. Simply join the Life Sunny Side Up podcast group. Just search in your groups. It'll come up and I will be so excited for you to be a part of this amazing community.